Okay, you know what just happened, Brian? You had somebody that was on hold and just hung up? Right. Oh, yep. Yeah, did you have that? Yeah, you know why? Because you're, you're standing here on hold. He says, I'm actually on hold waiting for you to answer my question. <laughs> Can I answer it now? So I was like, that's pretty funny. So then as soon as I answered his question, he hung up, so you should have had to hang up at your end, too. Uh, do you have any other more calls down there? Yeah, we do have one on the line. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, we got to do the trivia question. What was my trivia question? I forget. Oh, now I need my glasses. <sighs> so much to do. Okay, now I got my glasses. Now I can see. Okay, da 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 What was it? Did I even do a trivia? Oh, yeah, I did. Okay, ready? Yep. Okay, do you remember the loose, loud trousers made specifically for Bobby body builders? And uh, they were invented by Dan Stock and Bob tracks in 1991 what do you think they were um like the speedo or uh, uh overalls nope, or something loose they're loose trousers for bodybuilders okay and they were very loud very you remember loud. zubas oh yeah yeah i zubas. remember zubas yep zubas are uh were uh, invented in minnesota by dan stock and bob tracks t-r-u-a-x in 1991. And believe it or not, I am a proud owner of a pair of Zubas. Yeah, I need to get me a pair. And you know what I do with my Zubas? What's that? I weed whip with them. So the <laughs> bottom of my Zubas are kind of green. <laughs> then the green just doesn't come out. Oh, nice. But the way they fit is just nice. And then what's so cool is the pockets are so deep, all right? I can take my, because I have a weed whip that I have to feed as Echo. So when the whip falls out or breaks off, then i got to have another one that I had already cut to po- put back into the weed whip. And so the, since the pockets are so deep, I can do a whole bunch of weed whipper, you know, weed whip and put it in my pocket. So those are my weed whippers. I weed whip with Zuba. Now everybody's, and they're black and white ones, okay? Now everybody's p- picturing that, right? Me weed whipping with Zubas on. Oh, well. Okay. I'm ready for a question. Oh, give a holler, guys. 651-641-1071. Go ahead, Brian. All right. We have Don on the phone, and she has a question about a domestic cat she has that is peeing on the wall. She's peeing all righty then. Okay. You said Don, correct? Yes. Okay. Hi, Don. How you doing? Hi, Katie. I am great. Um, I have to make the correction. It is my daughter's cat. Okay. And I think um, he's not even urinating on the wall. He walks up to the wall and does a little... And it seems like to me he's marking it. Then you bingoed it right there. Okay, okay, so how old is the cat? He's 12. 12 years old? Yeah. And imagine he's fixed, correct? Yes, has been since he was a humane society rescue that was found under a dumpster. Like half the litter did not survive, but he was oh. way too young to have been left there. So, I mean, literally only weeks old. Um, and they actually neutered him before my daughter was able to adopt him so okay. he was neutered extremely young okay now have he has is this how long has this behavior been going on well i would say within the last six months or so okay was there a change in the household somebody came well, somebody left well my my daughter married and moved out and took the cat with and is six months pregnant and um, so, yeah, he's had a lot of change. Um, we've never had this behavior from him, though, and she has spent hundreds of dollars because this cat is her fur baby. So before mm-hmm. she ever met her husband and before yep. she ever got pregnant, this cat is her baby. So yep. she is, like, at her 
wit's end that this new baby's going to be coming, and she's, like, literally, I mean, she's taped tape to it. He has a favorite corner. She's taped tape to it. She's put pheromones in. She has literally, the last vet visit was probably $500 to have labs done to make sure he didn't have a thyroid problem or a bladder infection or a, and everything comes back just fine yeah um no it's totally it's, it's total behavior yeah. behavioral because yeah. what, now, what's different is this now she was living with you and then she moved and well, then she what? was a college student and then a master's student so this cat went every year to a new apartment with her off campus and did absolutely fine with her and would come home in the summer, live here, did absolutely fine, would go back to school in the fall, did that for six, seven years, and he was okay. just fine. But now you said your daughter's pregnant? Yes. Okay, and bingo, because her hormones are different. She has a different smell, older to her. And so it's uh, the animals, our pets, dogs, cats, all of us uh, pick up on the change in our system. Okay. okay. Same with like when women go into uh, um, either menopause, they you know they, they smell different. Uh, monthly, when you have your period, you smell different. Okay, and then when you're pregnant, you really have a whole bunch of different things going on. All right, and so right. that's why what's what's picked up on here. That's what the the trigger is. Okay, and so I, I that that's the first thing I would have told you is to make sure the the cat was okay. You know, have the blood yeah. work done. So yep. So now we know it's totally behavior, and that is going to be the problem. Is is that now the best thing. To clean that up with is anti-icky poo okay anti-icky poo and because that's the i had a guy that uh he used to uh what, what do they call flip houses and he had a chance to cat, uh, get a house for like bumpkins of a, a cat hoarder but he says you just open the door and you just knocked on your butt and so i said do anti-icky poo that's how i found it because i you know we live on a farm and we had a couple males that came around we're having a Wizen war, <laughs> right? Okay, and man, it's stunk. And so somebody told me that was the only thing that would take uh, you know cat urine out. And by okay. Jimmy Christmas, I used that, and I couldn't believe it. It worked like a gem. So anti icky poo, so where he has been sprained. This is a sprain thing. This is a head, you know, thing. And I got, I think it's coming off of, uh, you know, her being pregnant. What she can do, um, some people have done. You can get like a cat condo. Okay, and you could try putting him in the cat condo or donate a room to him, all right? And so what you got to do is get him to just, you, you know, uh, you got to take some of his freedom away and then oh, re okay. and then bring it back and then open the doors again. Do you understand what I'm saying? But okay. that may not work until she actually has the baby when her system changes again. And she's, you know, is diff her hormones the, that she puts out when she's pregnant, you know, smell that that should settle things down. So how would she okay. do? Uh, she's doing November, and I've noticed when I've gone over and visited him because he loves he's he loves women, and I don't know if it's just because in college she always had an apartment by herself, and it was just her. Okay. I mean, he's totally bonded to her. He loves me. He's not so big on on men. Um, but I've noticed he is also over-grooming. He has a bald spot on his back hind leg that, I mean, he's just licking himself bare. So I, I totally agree with you that I think it's a stress thing or, a, um, you know, his reaction to not being her number one because this is a cat that used to sleep on her chest at night, sleep yep. on her head at night. Yep. Yep. Lay, I mean, this is a cat that is so yep. bonded to this girl, it's, it's borderline and ridiculous. She, and she's got to so take time. Yeah. She's got to take. 
the marriage yeah, and the kids, he's not first in line anymore for her attention. Oh, and this happens with dogs, too. You know, dogs are used to having their mom all the time. Yep. You know, and they, they were the super special cat and the super special that, that, you know, the kid, like you say, the college, they went through life with them, you know, yep. and then all of a sudden they have to share. And some can deal with it and some can't. And so um, the other thing is, is that um, you could try putting rescue remedy in his water, but see, that's the problem. With cats, they don't drink enough water. So you can, you know, it comes in a, a dropper thing that maybe giving them a drop of rescue remedy a, a, a day, maybe that might calm them down a little bit, okay? You know, take okay. the edge off. Uh, you could try that. See, the thing is, there's not too many for stuff for cats. Now, you got to make sure it's, uh, it's the pet stuff, rescue remedy, because uh, humans have a um, alcohol in it, and you don't want the alcohol for the animals, okay? That's why you can't okay. use the human rescue remedy. Okay, then the thing is, is that have her get a laser light out. Have her set a time, two times, once in the morning, once in the evening, was just her and the cat. It could be five minutes. It could be ten minutes. It's just her and the cat. Okay, not, you know, where she's playing, whether it's uh, doing a uh, just ducky toy, you know, the banana with the... Whatever you call it, the uh, catnip in it. Cats love yeah. that. And the only time he gets that is when she's around. Okay, doing laser light. Have her, him chase a laser light. And it doesn't have to be for hours. Like I say, five, ten minutes where it's just her, her and the cat. All right? Not her husband, not anybody else. Just her and the cat. All right? Okay. And then and bring in the husband or whatever. And then um, where it's, it's both of them with the cat. So then he's got alone time. He's got, you know, so try to just start from the beginning. But I, I really think what's being triggered here is the smell that, because I know a lot of dogs goes, that go sideways, you know, when, when the, the human is uh, pregnant. They resort to going back to potty in the house. They go back to, but, you know, a lot of things, too, is that people don't realize the time, even though the baby's not here yet, the time that you don't spend with them anymore. You know what I mean? Because you're getting ready for that. You're doing shopping for this. You're doing that. You're doing that. There's a lot of times, you know, that just that little bit of time. So just tell her to take more time, you know, each day, once in the morning, once in the evening, you know, kind of before bed or whatever type. So it's just her and the cat and they do something special. Try that. Okay. All and right. You tried I the pheromones? Pass that, pass that on to her. I know she's just been borderline distraught about it because oh, I know is not as patient with the cat because it's not his... Her baby, right, but right. you know, and then get that really anti, yeah, get that anti icky poo, all right, because that's the only thing that'll take that smell, that cat smell out of there. Okay, right? so even if he's just marking or doing a, all that is is marking. That's marking. He's marking his territory. He's upset, and that's what he's okay. doing. It's not a pee. He's not. A, it's not a um, a like a not using the litter box problem. It no, is a, it's, no, you're absolutely right because she said that. She said she. It's not a puddle, and his litter box might son-in-law cleans the litter box and the litter box is being used it's it's absolutely a, a marker yeah. no yeah it a is territory. no it's a, yeah his he's his uh ego's out of joint he's picking up on all the stress and that's what's so like i say by her taking time out specifically for him to play with him hopefully we can get get his uh his burr on the saddle out of there okay okay is that only a male cat behavior no or what a females female can do that behavior? too People don't oh. realize that females can do the same thing. They 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 back up to something, and the tail starts twitching. The tail goes yep. straight up, and the tail starts to, and then there's a a little that's yeah, it's marking. Female cats can do it. People don't realize that. Okay. Okay, kid. Like, well, good luck. Yes, yeah, thank you so much, Katie. I appreciate that, and I enjoy yeah. your show. Thank you. Take care. Okay, what was invented in Minnesota? It was first patented in 1963 by the University of Minnesota professor James Ryan. I'll give you a little hint. It goes in a car.
We'll be back. Uh-oh. Yep. We'll dump that. Thank you. <laughs> Don't let that song. <laughs> I got you. Oh, it's like nails on a chalkboard. All right. What was invented? It was first patented in 1963 by the University of Minnesota professor James Ryan. Okay, it goes in your car. What do you think there, Brian? Um, is it a cup holder? A cup holder. <laughs> <laughs> this is in 1963. Oh. Um, 1963. It goes in your car? Yep. Uh, Seatbelt? Bing, bing, ding, 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 ding. Hey, let's go. Okay, <laughs> the automatic retractable seat belt for automobiles was first patented in 1963 by the University of Minnesota professor James Ryan. Isn't that something? That's pretty neat. Oh, look at us Minnesotans. We know because winter's just so long, we have all this time to think about inventions. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Okay, we got a call. You say, hey, folks, give a call. 651-641-1071. Who's up to bat, Brian? Yeah, so we have Raina on the line, and she has a question on her cat's tail. Uh-oh. Hey, Raina. Um, I have a question. Sure. My cat... Um, she has, like, her tail curls, like, when she's walking around, and when she goes to, like, sit down, it, like, just uncurls. I Is that normal? Okay, so when you're walking around, when she's walking around, okay, um, uh, her, is the tail straight up, or is it curled up over her back? It's curled okay. around, her, around her body. Okay. Um, she must have a real long tra- tail. Does she? What? Did you have a real t- long tail? It's pretty, it's average, medium oh, okay. size, I guess. Okay, I'm trying to visualize what you're saying. So the cat's walking and the tail is up over her back, correct? Like, it, like it curls over her back into kind of by her, the side of her stomach. Oh, wow, okay, cool. But then when she sits down, the tail goes flat? Okay. Uh, believe it or not, what I want you to do is Google. There's a, um, I, I just saw this the other day, too, and it was funny. Is that uh, the, how the uh, cats hold their tail has a lot of time to do with the moods that they're in. And they, they have, it's a, a <laughs> it sounds funny, but a cat tail chart. <laughs> how the okay. tails are held. And it'll tell you on the bottom of it. All right. And so, okay. us- yeah. And so, usually when they're really, really, you know, like they're enamored with the person they're around, the tail will be straight up, and then like the tip will t- it will k- will curl over, all right. Um, and uh, and then a lot of times too, uh, uh, when uh, it's like, well, if you look at the go, look, cat moods chart, okay, mood chart for cat tails. How about that? Trying to think okay. how I stumbled on it because it does. It does definitely mean they how they hold their tails is is huge. And what we were talking about earlier, just before, uh, is that how that cat was spraying? That a male or female cat will back up against the wall and the ta- tail will be straight up, and then all of a sudden it'll, the tail will vibrate and the back legs will stomp a little bit, and that's when a do- when a do- uh, cat is uh, uh, marky, whether it's a female or a male cat. So. Okay. Okay, so yeah, so check out that because there is a, how the cats hold their tail. There is a, a, there, it's a mood, a mood indicator. Okay? Okay. Okay. Take care. Thank you. You bet. Bye bye. Yep, cats, how they hold their tail. 
is uh is, is moved. See, I want to uh, reiterate. Uh, remember, from September first to now, today's the fifth. I just had to ask somebody what the date was today. I don't. I write it down so often, not. But anyway, uh, be, uh today and tomorrow, Chuck and Don's, all. Any Nutrisource product, whether it be their treats, their cat food, their dog food, anything that you buy, a portion will go to Pinky Swear. So please, uh, and if you, you have it delivered, they'll do any Nutrisource product with Chuck and Don's all week. Has, is part of it is going to PinkySwear.org. And Pinky Swear is an awesome, awesome, you know, check into it. It's, it's really an awesome organization. They help out families uh, that are dealing with cancer, whether they can't make their house payment, they can't make their car payment, they need groceries, they need rides. Uh, they just step in where is needed for if you're dealing with, uh, and they, you know, uh, what you do is you apply. They got so many different programs, and I think you'd really, it's really an awesome. Uh, so go to pinkyswear.org and remember to the rest of it today. And as I think Chuck and Don's is like open till seven on six or seven or eight on, on Sundays, and then tomorrow they'll be open too. So please buy those Nutrisource products and try the new Element line. The Element line, we're going to have somebody once we get back in the studio, have somebody come in and uh, talk to us about Element because it's really an unbelievable different kind of uh, dry kibble type food. It's almost like eating raw. So, Anyway, okay. Are we got any, any questions back there? No, none at the moment. Well, doggone it. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Get out in the street and start driving up business there, Brian. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, I get a lot of people that um, uh, ask me about jumping, jumping dogs, That's, especially when people come over. Okay, folks, we visited this several times, but we're going to visit it again. <laughs> First of all, what you're going to do, let's say you're out for a walk, and you and you and um, there's a neighbor you run into, and the dog is like, I know you, I know you, I know you, and starts jumping at the people and jumping at the people. Okay, what you're going to do is stop, and you've got a leash in both hands. You've got the bulk of the leash in your right hand. The dog is on your left side, because the reason why we train dogs on our left side, most people don't realize this, is that the first people that did anything with dogs were hunters. And most hunters are right-handed, and you can't have the dog under the gun. So that's why we put the dogs on the left side when we train them, right? And I can't train a dog on my right side. I, it's like I've never been a dog trainer. <laughs> you put a dog on my right side, I totally can't do it. But anyway, so, so you're walking the dog. Okay, now you come to a person, and the dog starts jumping at those person, okay? So what you're going to do is hold on to the handle. You want a six-foot line. Hold on to the handle with your right hand. Drop your left hand off the leash. And what you're going to do is stand on the leash. And it depends on how tall your dog is. If you've got a short dog, it's probably about 10 inches from the hook. you got a tall dog, it's probably 15 inches to the hook. Stand on it with both feet and ignore the dog. Bring your hands to your body and just continue to talk. Don't look at the dog. Don't touch the dog. Don't do anything. What's going to happen is the dog's going to jump forward and then all of a sudden correct himself. Like, whoa. And he'll come back like, hmm, that didn't work. And he's going to jump forward. And then all of a sudden, that didn't work either. And so pretty soon what happens is the dog, by the third time, usually winds up sitting. And then pretty, pretty soon you've got control. And we'll talk about it more when we come back, all right? The next thing is um, McGraw Electronic in 1926 invented something. It was the first of its kind. What was it? All right, yes, we're winding down. Look at that, we only got a half hour left here at the Minnesota Get-Together. We're back uh, after last year, not so much here. <laughs> and so it's beautiful evening, lots of people. It is pretty crowded. It's not like, one thing I'm still amazed at it, every, when every place I got the deep-fried dollars 
And there, were, I, I, there was one person in front of me. So, I mean, like, boom, got that. And then I went to get my lemonade. There was nobody in front of me. You know, people are walking around and that. But the lines to, like, food and stuff like that is, well, up here by the machinery here where the F-107 is. So, but, yeah, I, I, was, I was really surprised. So that, I really enjoyed that. It's not good for the hips, so when you don't have to wait in line. <laughs> because then I, well, here, let's try that and let's try this. Most of the time you look at the line and going, uh-uh, next year. So I, you ready? Everybody hold on to your waist and keys for this. I almost was going to, because there was no line at Martha Stewart's to get the, uh, the cookies. I almost was going to get a bucket of cookies. I almost did. Then I think, well, I can get a cup. But then they give you that cone thing. With you know, I don't. I'm not graceful enough to have the top cookies actually get somewhere other than the dirt. So it's like, you know what? I just kept on walking because Martha Cookies is just north of us here. So anyway, yeah, that was my trial and error. Now I'm hungry for that dang cookie. Oh, well. Okay. In 1926, uh, by, uh, McGraw Electric Company in de- in, invented the first what? And I'll tell you, it is a kitchen product. A kitchen product. What do you think, Brian? Um, I'm blanking on the name. This is, uh, I might get roasted for this, but, um, Oh, my God. I'm blanking on the name. The mixer thing. Uh, the mixer thing. No, it was okay. not a mixer. Okay. There. We put toast in it. Oh, toaster. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> okay, the first automatic pop-up toaster was marketed in June 1926 by McGraw Electric Company in Minneapolis under the name Toastmaster. The retail price for that little gem was $13.50. Wow. There you go. I could not live without a toaster. I love toast. Same here. I love toast. I mean, I really love toast. I love, love. And then you know what butter I want on it? You have to get the butter from Trader Joe's. And the, the blue ones with the salt, I don't like unsalted. There's no sense, and there's no purpose to eat butter if you get unsalted. So, but if you get the Trader Joe's blue box, the salted, you can literally eat that with a spoon and you're in heaven. Now, you may ask, how do I know this? Because I have. <laughs> Only a couple teaspoons, that's all. And then I put it on my toast. <laughs> okay, what do we got back there? Anything? All right, all right I'm going to take a call real quick. So give me five okay. seconds. Sounds good. Okay, back to uh, stepping on the leash when your dog is jumping. Okay, so you're on a walk. You meet your friend. Okay, now you step on. Okay, you draw, remember, you got to have a six-foot leash for this so that you can stand straight and still be standing on the leash. You do not want to... You don't pin the dog down. All you're doing is finding where you need to step on the leash. If the dog is standing on all fours, that his head is dipped a little bit. And then if he sits, the collar goes a little bit looser. And if he lays, the collar goes totally loose. So what you're going to do is you're standing talking to that person. You just let the dog figure it out. Okay, and pretty soon he's going to learn to sit or just rest while you talk. And now you're not sitting there cramping. He's ripping your arm off as you're trying to bolt forward, bolt forward, but you're pulling him back. So anytime the dog starts jumping or lurching at something, you step on the leash and ignore the dog. Don't look at him. Don't touch him. Let him figure it out. Same thing when people come over to the house. Before you answer that door, you put the dog on the leash, and you're going to go be facing east and west if your company's coming in north and south. You want people to walk past you. And remember, tell everybody, don't look at the dog, don't touch the dog, just walk on by. You're just going to stand on the leash, and then once the dog gets better, and there's going to be no greeting of the dog at the door by anybody. And once the dog gets better at that, pretty soon your goal is that you could ask him to sit 
Okay, now if he tries to lurch out at the people coming into the house, then you bump backwards. But anytime the dog starts getting out of control with jumping, just drop your left hand off the leash at a six-foot leash, step on the line. Remember, short dogs, it's usually about 10 inches. Big dogs, about 15 inches from the hook. Do not pin them to the ground. What you're doing is you're keeping them from jumping up at you and jumping out at people. Okay, and the dog will get better and better. And uh, nobody gets to touch the dog until the dog calms. The dog, and stay on the line. Don't, don't get your foot off the leash. When that person comes in to pet the dog, he's going to lurch out. So step on that line so that they, you, you still got control of the situation. The dog learns by behaving and being calm that he gets what he wants, somebody's attention. Okay, what are we, what are we at back there, Mr. Bryant? All right, so we have Suzanne on the phone. All right. Who has an old lab and has a diet question. A diet question. I love those. Okay, what can I do for you? Hi, Katie. Hi. Um, we have a yellow lab mix. She's between 11 and 12. Okay. And she does relatively well. Um, but she, we, we just had an ultrasound done because they suspected a mass. Okay. And that came back clean. Oh, good. But they, they told us that she has a thickened bladder wall, mm-hmm. and so that's caused a couple of urinary tract infections, Right. we think. And so we've been on antibiotics now. We're just getting done with our second round. And mm-hmm. I'm just thinking there might be a better way to treat this. Mm-hmm. Okay, because, the, well, now, be honest, is your dog fat? No. Well, she's... <laughs> Two or three pounds overweight. Okay, no, that two or three pounds, you think of in humans, that's bumpkins. In a dog, it's huge, huge. Your okay. first thing is because if they're overweight, just like what happens in humans, okay, the, the, then the fat starts going around the heart and around in our organs, okay? And so the thing is, is that you want to keep the, this dog as lean as possible because then it does, the, the body can concentrate on itself instead of trying to just work with all the fat around it. All right. Okay. So that when people say one or two, you take one pound of hamburger. Now, remember, dogs only gain weight from their neck, their shoulders, their weight, you know what I mean, their sides, you know where ribs are, back to their butt. They don't gain weight in their tail, their legs, their face. face. Okay, now take a pound of hamburger. Take a pound of hamburger, thaw it out. Where would you put that pound of hamburger? And then how, what would your dog look like wearing that hamburger? One or two pounds adds up pretty fast, doesn't it? Okay. Okay, so we got to get that weight off. Now, what what are you feeding? Uh, we're feeding feeding from senior. Okay, you don't need the senior, believe it or not. Just okay. a regular, just good dog food. I like the Nutrisource. Just because your dog is senior, um, doesn't mean they need senior feed. Uh, they're better to feed the better stuff. Cause senior stuff, they start taking a lot of the good stuff out, and then then your dog poops a lot mm-hmm. more. Okay. Okay. So okay. what I would do is, if you like Froms, and then go just a regular, just feed less. All right. And don't feed by what your dog weighs because he's fat. Okay. So what I usually okay. with older dogs, usually they take half of what you are feeding them when they were younger. So if you were three feeding three cups a day back then, they only need a cup and a half right now. All right. And you always okay. feed a small dinner. You feed the bulkier food in the morning. And then just a, a light dinner. Use smaller bowls. Now, um, uh, for uh, treats, you're only going to feed veggies all kinds. You know, green peas, green beans, cauliflower, things like that. Stay okay. away from carrots Good. because carrots are have a lot of sugar to them. All right? Okay. Okay, now, um, and so now what you're going to do is start backing off. And if the dog seems hungry, then give him um, some canned pumpkin. 
uh, a tablespoon or two of a canned pumpkin because that's uh, fiber that makes them feel fatter or fuller. Okay. Okay. Okay, and then, um, uh, then also. What you want to do is um, no rawhide chews, pig ears, anything edible no. like that. Okay, no. good. Okay. And because she's been on antibiotics, now are you giving any probiotics? We are not. Okay, you need to go get in a good probiotic, and you also need a good digestive enzyme. Okay, those are two different animals there. I would also okay. give this, remember I'm not a vet, but this is what I've just learned over right. time, okay? I would also give, uh, how many pounds did you say your dog was now? I forgot. Um, anyway. We give her about three cups a day. Okay, yeah. No, you want to back that. Eating. Yeah, you want to back that down to a cup in the morning and a half a cup at night right now. Okay. Okay. And so, you remember, you want to cut it in half. Okay. And then, let's like say, if she seems a little bit like she's hungry, then give her some uh, canned pumpkin or some can vacuum pack sweet potatoes or, or bake some sweet potatoes because a sweet potato is not a potato it's a squash and that will okay. fill her up okay and mm-hmm. then but now you need a probiotic you need a digestive enzyme and for her weight you want to give her uh build her to a tablespoon of organic apple cider vinegar a day for a month and then back off to a couple times a week Okay. Right. And what the apple cider vinegar does, it puts that flora. You know, it has that good flora, and it helps the gut. All right, because what we're trying to do is get her healthier so that her system, who knows what made that thicken. We don't know if it's actually fat, right. okay, or what, what's going on there. So what we want to try to do is get her as thin as possible, you know, and then um, so that we, now she, we know she doesn't have extra fat around her organs for her age. All right, okay. and then we got to try to get it by, with the antibiotics that also squishes uh, and even with age, it squishes the, the the good enzymes and the good gut flora. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So that's why we want to put that back in. All right. Is what? And then you can. Um, so you're saying it's a thickening of the wall of the bladder, correct? Correct. Okay. Yeah. So that's what you can you can Google it. <laughs> okay. Well, I know, but I wanted to talk to someone who knows her stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that, well, thanks. And that would be you. <laughs> Well, that was very nice of you. I appreciate that. But that's what I would work on, getting her weight down and then and getting her floor and stuff like that because 85% of all our uh, problems we have, I mean, if the gut isn't happy, our body's not happy, okay? Right. So that's right. what I would try doing right now, cutting her fat, food back. And then Nutrisource has got this new element that she might even be good with. Uh, that might, you might try that. Um, I, like I said, I would have, have, you always been, uh, have you always fed what you're feeding? Yes. Okay. Have, do you rotate the flavors? You know, like sometimes you do we chicken. Do. What? We do. Oh, good. We Thank you. We rotate the flavor. Nice. Okay. And yeah. Yes. And so maybe you might want to try a new brand. Maybe try Nutrisource. Okay. Because that they're, they're, mm-hmm. all the foods are made different. And Nutrisource has got the good for life in it that is unlike any other dog food. So, I mean, I, I okay. would try rotating to the Nutrisource products and just try that for, for a change. Remember to rehydrate the dog food. Whatever you feed, put it in a bowl, put hot tap water on it until it floats. Wait till it's all the water's gone and the food is soft. Then put your supplements in and then feed it. Okay. 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 Well, thank you much. You have, an, you have an, a suggestion where I could find the probiotic and the digestive enzyme? Yeah, the best you can go to two. two you can go to vitalplanet.com. Vitalplanet.com. Okay. And you can go to Mercola, M E R C O L A.com and go under pets. Go under pets. 
Okay, perfect. Okay. Because they carry the heavy-duty ones. Yeah, you can go to your local pet stores, but most of them don't carry, carry the good heavy-duty ones. Because okay. your dog was on the you know probiotics and you're dealing with a little bit, I mean, uh, on the antibiotics, and you're dealing with a little bit of a condition here, I would go for the you know the big guns and uh, it, uh, up get her system up and going really good. Okay? Okay. Okay, well, good luck. You keep me posted, and Thanks. if you got any questions, just give me a holler, okay? All right. Thanks so much. You bet, kid. Take care. Bye-bye. Yes, uh, it's it's so yeah. The big thing, folks. Remember, I said earlier in the show. You know, I've always been overweight, but every dog, horse, cat that I've had has never ever been overweight. If anything, they've been. I've had a couple of say, you know, maybe they could lose a couple pounds, you know. But anyway, because that weight makes a huge difference. And then the thing is, the only reason they're getting fat, folks, is by your hand. So be a kind owner and have a thin pet. Just like most cats wind up getting diabetes and then um, from being too fat. Everybody thinks it's a joke. Every cat should grow old, get fat, and then throw up. No. That's caused by what you're feeding and how much you're feeding. Remember, cats have a no-carb need. So that's why they're best to feed good, grain-free canned foods. And Nutrisource has got uh, many to choose from. And then maybe some raw, some hamburger, raw chicken, whatever. I mean, cats are true carnivores. All right, where are we at there? All right, so we're a couple minutes over, but that's all oh, right. A couple minutes over. <laughs> oh, you, then you just need, when I'm over, just say, yeah, we can go. <laughs> oh, it's the soft. It's all right. <laughs> okay, just soft. Okay, something was made in Minnetonka, in Minnesota, Minnetonka, Minnesota, and it still continues to be manufactured there. What is it? We'll be back. All right, we're back. This is our last one, and then we're done for this year. For FM live shows, I'm the last one on the docket. FM, uh, the FM place <laughs> here at the fair is going to be open tomorrow, and they'll, you can, they're selling the sweatshirt or T-shirts. You know, for each one of the weekday shows, they all have the T-shirt. You know, and then also they have we give them away free FM 107 bags, and inside of it is really a cool tool. It's a knife, a spoon, and a fork all in one. So it's pretty cool, and it's all free. So stop by the FM 107. We're right north uh, on Underwood, and yeah, I forget. And so just look where for Northern. You know where Northern has all their fun stuff. Uh, Northern Tool. We're right next to it, and then Ziegler, Ziegler, Ziegler is right on the other side. So we got Northern Tool on one side, and Ziegler on the other, or Ziegler. So yes, look for that. So stop on by the My Talk Station. Is also a lactation station. So you moms out there, come on in, sit a spell, and it's it's cool. It's got nice chairs and you can change your kids diapers or whatever just zone out there so that would be great so we're going to be here tomorrow um they're here tonight or well, the rest of the evening but i'm the last live show for the 2021 we want to thank paul for being um his johnny in the spot he's uh, our engineer here so he's awesome dude but anyway okay uh, in minnetonka brian what do they make and they continue to manufacture there it was invented and developed in minnetonka Hmm. Is there a hint you could give me? Yeah, it's a toy. Huh. For usually boys because they're trucks. Truck Tonka trucks? Yay! Hey, there ding, we ding, go. ding, ding. Yep. Tonka trucks are made and invented and developed in Minnetonka, Minnesota. Hence the name Tonka. They continue to be manufactured there. So, isn't this something? That's pretty cool. I had a, a, like an old school like steel, like metal. Yep. Tonka yep. truck growing up. 
Yeah, no, and the, right now my daughter brought it to my attention is that, unfortunately, with the metal ones is that you have to pay attention. You know, even though they're antiques and that, they don't have any rust. You know, if the kids would cut themselves, oh yeah, you know, you, you might accidentally get tetanus. And I'm like, I didn't even think of that. Oh well, apparently <laughs> Polaris Industries of Roseau manufactured the first practical snowmobile, snowmobile in 1956. Okay, the first snowblower designed for home use was created by Bloomington, by Bloomington, Minnesota-based Toro in 1951. We Minnesotans, we just have our poop in a group, don't we? Oh, yeah. That is unbelievable. Okay, do we have anybody online? We do. Um, okay, I'm just going to talk to them real quick, get their okay. info. Okay, sounds like a wiener. And we're winding down here. So, you know, at any time you got any questions, don't hesitate to give me a call. Yeah, either go to mytalk1071.com, go to my show page. You can listen to all the past uh, shows, podcasts. Um, all the weekly shows are podcasts. So if you uh, go to mytalk1071.com, you'll be able to hear us all. So it depends who you want to tune into and when and what you're looking for. Um, also, too, don't forget Chuck and Don's today and tomorrow. Any Nutrisource product that you buy, a portion of that is going to go to the Pinky Swear uh, uh, Foundation. Uh, PinkySwear.org. PinkySwear.org. One fantastic. And if you just want to donate, you don't have to buy a Nutrisource. You can just donate to PinkySwear.org. There are an awesome, awesome organization that helps family with cancer, dealing with cancer. And as I said earlier, whether they, you need groceries, whether you need a car payment done, your car broke and it needs to get fixed. There's so many different um, things that they have that you can sign up for for help if your family is dealing with cancer. So um, they're they're, uh, uh, they're just so good. Uh, Mitch Topokas is the one nine-year-old kid that started that, made him dad picky swear to continue what he started with his own savings account, which you get the kids uh, around Christmas time had got presents. Uh, so it's, it's, it's a pretty cool thing. So then when I'm leaving here, I'm going to go to Big Dog uh, Corn Dogs. That's my big thing there, Big Dog Corn Dogs. And then where else? I'm going to, oh, I'm going to get a gyro, and I'm going to go home with it. And then I'm going to have a cocktail. <laughs> I'm going to beer, beer me when I get home. So, And then I've been watching movies outside. i got a projector for outside, and I've been watching movies. Now, I just watched Sister Act last night, and I watched uh, Nanny McPhee the other night. Uh, as you can tell, my taste in movies, I like fluffy light ones, you know. And then I watched, um, let's see, can you do Christmas Vacation? It's time to start putting out the, the Christmas movies. You know, I was thinking about that. I should play White Christmas on the wall, huh? <laughs> okay, are we ready yet, Brian? Yes, we are. Okay, what do we got? All right, so we have Robin on the phone, who has a boxer puppy, but she <laughs> has a question on uh, her dog that is eating her other pet's food. Okay. Hi, Robin. Hi, Katie. How are you? Good, good. So you got two dogs? I do. I have a Shih Tzu Maltese, and I have a new boxer. My Shih Tzu Maltese is 10. We lost our old English Bulldog about a month and a half ago. So oh, we have sorry. A, yeah, thank you. We have a new boxer puppy, and we also have three cats. So <laughs> the dogs and the cats were pretty much free-fed. They could okay. graze during the day. It worked for them. Mm -hmm. um, but we didn't really have a weight problem with any of them. Mm -hmm. um, but now we have this new puppy, and we'd like to get on a more regular routine so that he only eats in the morning and in the evening. I just listened to your Good. segment on overweight yep. animals. And um, he is eating the cat food and the Shih Tzu Maltese food, and yep. we're, it's a little chaotic. My cat food now is on my kitchen table, and I do not allow them normally on the kitchen table. Yep. So okay, I'm trying to, how do I get everybody on the same schedule? Okay, who, how many cats did you have? I have three. Okay. 
Okay. And then the how big, do I regulate how much they're eating? Okay, you just give set feeding times for all. You never want to leave food out because when you leave food out, the dry food, you don't see it happening, but it's getting stale and it's going rancid, even though you don't see any changes to the food. So annoyingly, you're feeding your, your dogs and your cats bad food. Okay, that over time can start messing with their digestive system. So it's really a good idea to just get them on a set feeding schedule. So first of all, what you're going to do is you're going to feed the pup. Are you hopefully your kennel training, correct? Mm. Well, we heard yep. have the kennel open in the main floor, and um, we wanted him to get comfortable going in and out because he did not like the kennel. Yep. Okay. First, so what you're going to do is you start. Uh, he's at night. He's going to sleep in his kennel next to your. How old is the pup? He's 13 weeks. Okay, yeah, he's at night, he's going to sleep in the kennel next to your bed, so that if he barks, you can just give him a little tap on the kennel and say, ah, quiet, whatever it's going to be. Because at that age, if he goes to bed 9, 10, he'll probably wake up between 1, 2, and 5, 6. That's the norm for a pup that age, all right? Okay, yep. then what you can do if you want to, you can have two kennels, so you're not lugging the kennel around. You can have one downstairs for him, and you're going to feed him in the kennel. Okay, and then now you're going to figure out where is everybody else going to eat. Figure out your feeding stations, how you're going to do it. Okay, I'm just mm -hmm. going to feed them once in the morning, once at night. I would take your cats and put them all on grain-free food, canned food, you know, so a half a can to one uh, uh, to each cat, okay, and mm -hmm. then uh, you cap it, and then uh, now they'll eat that rather relatively uh, fast, and then now they're done for the day. Because remember, are your cats fat? Uh, well, no, they're not, they're getting there. Honestly, okay, yeah. So by giving there. set they're feeding times, there. yeah, by getting set feeding times too, now you know exactly who ate what, when, and why. And if you want to give supplements or whatever type thing. And so, so the no thing is... No more dry food for the cats. I wouldn't, it would, if that was my cats. Remember, indoor, they're totally indoor cats? Yes. Yeah, because what will start happening, usually when they start hitting about 7, 8, is when they start throwing up a lot. And mm -hmm. start having sometimes uh, renal problems, you know, where they're peeing outside the litter box and that. But if you give them on good grain-free canned food, and like I say, Nutrisource has many, many to choose from. And then plus, if you're making hamburgers, throw some raw hamburger to the dogs and the cat. Uh, making some chicken, cut up some, just give it to the dogs and the cats. Cats take change slower, so you have to rotate it in, all right? You have to mm -hmm. rotate it in. And then, um, but by now, and like I say, by having set feeding times, now you know exactly who's eating what, when, and why. And then potty training is going to go a lot smoother for the pup. All right, and now yep. you know everybody will stay. You know, uh, nobody will be eating anybody else's food. And with the cats, usually what I tell people to do is feed them up on something. Maybe your dryer, your washer. Have make a shelf. One cat eats here, another cat eats here, and another cat eats there. You know where they got enough room to eat in their each in their own dish. At one time, I was feeding nine cats that had only <laughs> all their separate feeding stations. I just put a plop the uh, you know the slowest eater I'd feed first, okay, and yeah. then the fastest eater I fed last. Well, yeah, my little rag doll. He'll uh, everybody. Okay, I gotta let I gotta let you go. What's it? Give me a call up at Katie's K9. I'll be happy to talk to you again. Folks, thank you so much for hanging out around at the State Fair. Thank you so much for listening. And if you ever got any questions, go to mytalk1071.com, go to my show page, my website, and podcast. And Brian, you did another week. We did it. And I'll be back in station next week. Take call. Don't hide your dogs. Train them. <laughs>